0: And you either float or you sink Moment of truth, credit check, nigga, you not a fool. BB King, I'm in love with the blues. Don't start me up, I got finishing moves. Look up Salute when you see me. Salute when you see through all the, Man, the water commotion. It's breaking news, they got an ad on TV. Popping out on on my politics and probably in a section where you're not permitted. Nigga, my honey's matching my dodge fitted, Playing hard goal, ain't stopping it? Salute when you see me. I bought a cheese and I was a purse. Disgusting with bitches. A do for a purse. Disgusting with niggas. A do for the clout. I'm one of the realest. The realest cabal. They thought I was gone, But all that shit out. You gotta pay my new shit. It's surround. Salute when you see me. Put in the car to the plug. My runner gets you speedy. Still thugging like the days when they weren't here in my CD. Made it out of the trenches. My nigga. Salute when you see me. Yeah. Salute when you see me. I'm getting greedy. I blow the whole budget on me. That's on me. I'm Treat Treaty? Nah, that ain't how we treat it. This right sound like a three piece. I put the tip in. It sound like I'm needy, but I'm like, oh, bitch, you too needy. Yeah. Me and HB going juvie and BG. They gotta put my face on them box of Wheaties. I'm praying for whoever they, they can feed it. Salute when you see me. That's all he ever said. That's how you greet me. God, I'm going to see him one on one, GZ. And plus, they got D2 on Wheaties. I with the love of my life for like three weeks, cause that's all I needed. She wanna go on a trip and retreat, but I'm sorry I never retreated. Uh, I set the bar so high
1: that you might as well leave it. I'm going undefeated. i broke broken the system and shit had to breach it. That's mission impossible, mission completed. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, the when you see
2: me on dinner. I got the heart of a God and a genie. I want you to love me, I want you to need me. I had to let that last show marinate a little bit. Thank you for listening, though. And we just gonna get into it. You know what I'm saying? We got some random NBA talk for y'all. I think that's what I'm gonna call it because I ain't got no title for this. But then again, I must I should call it Father Time. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing, y'all. I'm not laughing, but I'm but I'm laughing at the title, but, is Kyrie reinstated, or he's still fulfilling the, uh, the task provided, because according to the media, it seems like Kyrie is willing to comply with what the NBA wants him to do to get, to return to the Nets couldn't be me, couldn't be me, general, it's just like, dude, what y'all do to these people in the media is bold, y'all trying to strip men of their dignity, especially black men, and that shit ain't right, because the players stepped in and was like, no, you can't do this to Kyrie, that shit ain't right. And it's good to know that the Players Association has his back, unlike other motherfuckers that we are, have yet to talk about who can't fucking understand that Father Time is undefeated. But we'll get to that. Question for y'all. Y'all have a right to respond to me via DM. Or you can, uh, there's there's a section where you can leave comments on Anchor. And then, I should just put this question on YouTube. Question, was Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett too harsh with the Phoenix Suns saying that their championship window is closed, despite Phoenix's record? I'm going to answer like this, maybe. I say maybe just a little bit harsh, because the Suns are still a good team. Despite, you know, having the same exact squad, I had said that that would lead to their eventual downfall, but not in the regular season. I think the Phoenix Suns are a great regular season team. They always have been. They won 64 games last year, and then the year before that, um, I think they won, what, 56? Could be wrong about that one. But they were a one seed back-to-back years. These dudes don't suck. Devin Booker is only going to get better. Devin Booker is currently in his prime. I mean, they're second in the West right now. I understand it's the start of the season, and I know a lot of things can change. But Phoenix was a team that I was worried about in the offseason. Like, are they going to adjust to all these new acquisitions that the other teams are doing? But one thing in one pendulum that works in Phoenix's favor. You want to know what that is? Well, for one, um, the Clippers are up and down. They haven't gotten chemistry yet. Um, The Minnesota Timberwolves are a disappointment. That works out in their favor. Sacramento didn't come up like I expected them to. The Los Angeles Lakers are doo-doo. And the Golden State Warriors are having a slow start. That all works out in their favor. And then the come up of Utah and Portland actually helps Phoenix. You want to know why? Utah Jazz don't really have an identity. And we're not sure if this team is going to be a force in the playoffs yet. Because a lot of these guys haven't necessarily been that deep in the playoffs before. Marketing has never made the playoffs. Malik Beasley... Was on that Timberwolves team last year. They got their ass whooped by Memphis. Um, Colin Sexton has never played in a playoff game. Rudy Gay has played in multiple playoff games, but he has never went deep into the playoffs before. The deepest he went was the second round. Taylor Horton Tucker has only been to the first round of the playoffs. So that actually works in Phoenix's favor because Phoenix has experience. They've been in the NBA Finals and won two games. Portland Trailblazers, I mean, Dame has strictly a young team, a young team that's going to make a lot of mistakes. So, you know, if Dame and those guys make the playoffs, it's going to be tough for them to get out of the first round. It's going to be tough for that team. They have the firepower, but do they have the mentality and the maturity to do so? Phoenix has all of these elements. They have veteran leadership. They have great coaching, and they have good young players. Now, I feel like I was a little harsh, but I gave Phoenix 50 games. It's not like I said that they were just gonna um fall flat on the season. I had felt like Phoenix could win maybe around, depending on opponent. Now, the Nuggets and Grizzlies and Mavericks are everything I said that they would be. No cap in these wraps. The clippers are getting better, though. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you kinda you kinda could use Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi, in my honest, honest opinion, in my heart of heart, I do not believe that he'll be, you know, I don't think that he's gonna last the entire season. So the Clippers need to uh, move along like he's not going to be there. And then that constant him in and out of the lineup is not going to give Grant much chemistry to this Clippers team. So, I think Pierce and Garnett were a little bit harsh. By saying this team's championship window is closed when they're relatively young. Now, one thing that can slow the Suns down is um, Chris Paul and uh, Cam Johnson are injured. We don't know the significance of Chris Paul's uh, injury. again. Father time is undefeated. Guys like Chris Paul, LeBron James, everybody in that age group. I mean, you look at Carmelo Anthony right now, no one wants to sign him. Dwight Howard, no one wants to sign him. LaMarcus Aldridge, nobody wants to sign him. Father time is undefeated, ladies and gentlemen. So we don't know how long he's going to miss. But what we do know is, Chris Paul cannot score 20 points a game anymore. He can get you 14 and 14. And those are good numbers. And that's basically what a point guard is supposed to do. Now, Devin Booker, without Chris Paul, he can drop dimes. He can run the offense. He can play the point pretty well. And then they also lost Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson's a guy who could get hot, who, who's a shooter, pure shooter at that. And I love Cam. I just wish he'd be more consistent. But this season, he's played well up until this point. And they said that kid has a torn meniscus. That could go either way. It depends on the severity of that torn meniscus. say that Cam Johnson is subject to miss one or two months with a torn meniscus, one to two months. That does kind of hurt because you got a guy that can get hot and heavy. Now you have to focus on and, and, and soldier on without him. So obviously I think Tory Craig moves into the starting lineup who is a defensive player who's six fouls, but not quite the offensive juggernaut that Cam is. But I think Phoenix will be just fine, despite the losses of Paul and Johnson. They could struggle against more healthier elite teams, barball thinks that LaMelo should leave the Charlotte Hornets after his rookie contract is up. I mean, well, there's possibilities around the league. I mean, yes, you want to stay with the team that drafted you. I do get that. But, however, can you imagine what the Pelicans would, would do with LaMelo Imagine the Timberwolves if they let D'Angelo Russell walk and go get LaMelo. I mean, you could even go to the east. Could you imagine Milwaukee if they picked up LaMelo? Or Boston? Or Toronto? Or Chicago? Yeah, man. Possibilities, yo. Possibilities. I'm looking at the standings right now. You got the Bucks, Number one seed in, in the East got the Cleveland Cavaliers, number two. Told people about the Cavs and the Hawks, ladies and gentlemen. Boston's eight and three. The Hawks are seven and four. The Raptors are seven and five. The Bulls are six and seven. Those are the uh, sure-fire playoff teams. Now for the play-in, you have the Knicks at five and six, Wizards at five and six, Sixers at five and six, and the Pacers at five and six. Now we do know that some of these teams are not going to last. I think Brooklyn is is, is going to improve. Brooklyn's going to take that next step and get into the playoff hunt because now that Steve Nash is gone and Jock Vaughn is in, they have a coach that they respect. And Jock Vaughn seems like the OG that is going to let this next team fly because he's letting so many of these guys, you know, their shit off. expected. I had said that that team is not To the Western Conference, you got the feel-good story of the Utah Jazz at 10 and 3, Phoenix at 8 and 3, the Blazers 8 and 3, the Nuggets 8 and 3, the Memphis Grizzlies 8 and 4, Mavericks at 6 and 4. That's the uh, surefire playoff teams, play-in teams. You got the Clippers at 7 and 5, the Pelicans at 6 and 5. San Antonio at 5-7, and, and the Timberwolves at a disappointing
1: 5-7.
2: You got Sacramento at four of uh, the, the non-playoff teams. You got the Kings at 4-6, the Warriors 4-7, the Thunder at 4-7, the Los Angeles Lakers at 2-9, 2-11 on the way. The Rockets are 2-10. Yikes. What is going on with Jabari Smith Jr.? Like, this dude was the number three overall pick. And this guy, I mean, I don't know what's up with his struggles, y'all. Like this kid, you know, I mean, I like Jabari Smith. He has a lot of potential, but he's been struggling lately. He hasn't been really consistent this season. I know it's early, but I'm just concerned as a fan. I mean, last night he did well against Toronto. He had 15 and 10. But before that, in his last four games, he scored a combined nine points in the last four games. He had 15 last night, 4 of 11 shooting, 10 rebounds, he was really solid, but I was just a little concerned, but it seemed like he got his swagger back, now, another question for y'all that I have, did Draymond Green fuck up the, the chemistry? the Golden State Warriors? I say yes. I really do say yes, because here's the problem, like, you don't, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors over in Golden State, we really don't. on this situation is I think it definitely messed up the locker room. You know, when you get into a fight with somebody, you're going to have people that are for Draymond, obviously the veterans. Then you're going to have the guys that are for pool, like the young players that are trying to make their mark. And it seems like it's giving... divide in the locker room, where the young guys are trying to make their their uh, voices heard with their great play, and then you got the veterans that's like, we got experience, we're champions, we were champions with you and before you, so that's my idea of what I think is really going on over in Golden State. pretty sure the third time is going to be, I think this is going to, I'm predicting a top five album in 2022, I'm really going for it here, Nas with these late year albums and shit, man, I think Nas is incredible, I think he's one of the top two rappers of all time, to the last portion of this, uh, podcast, you know, we got new music Fridays, tomorrow with Nas dropping, and we got other acts that I'm probably gonna, uh, speak on a little bit later, let's take a look at, uh, last night's games as the, uh, Portland Trailblazers beat the Charlotte Hornets with the return of Damian Lillard. 105 to 95. Damian Lillard had 26 points, seven assists. Anthony Simons 19 points. Uh, Eubanks had 14 points. Shayton um, Sharp 17 points. Meanwhile, Charlotte had five niggas in double figures. Kevin Kelly Ubray 16 points. Rozier 18 points. PJ Washington. 10 points. Dennis Smith Jr., 13 points. Mason Plumley, 16 points and 12 rebounds. Damn. Wasted performances, I see. Uh, Terry Rozier, I, as as I've been talking about a lot lately, as uh, you know, he has a lot of trade interests. So I'm anxious to see like who gets him because a lot of teams could use his services. Move on to the Pistons getting their ass whooped by the Boston Celtics? I mean the whole world. Stevie Wonder could see that this ass whooping was coming. Stevie Wonder could see that. Sadiq Bay, 18 points. 19 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Almost a triple-double. I knew this kid was going to be something to marvel at. Mohan Bogdanovich, 17 points. Isaiah Stewart, 12 points and 10 rebounds. Jalen Duren, 10 points, 10 rebounds off the bench. Killian Hayes, shockingly, a career high, 16 points. I bet you that's his career high. That's the most points I've ever seen him score. But here's the thing, though. Why can't he do this every night? That aggression that I seen last night from Hayes is something that he should be doing every night. I could understand if he was old. But... He's got to be like this every night in order to keep the Pistons in games because he's one of the main reasons why we have the second-worst bench scoring. So he should take that responsibility. Him and Duran should do this every night. That's 26 bench points between the two of them, not to mention Livers giving three points, Diallo four points, Joseph two points, Magruder two points, Noel, three points. So I have to give Killian Hayes his credit for putting on a great performance, but we need more. We need more of that. The reason why I'm on his ass so much is because he's a high first-round pick, and it's his third year. The pressure is on. This is do or die for Killian Hayes. This should be a breakout season for him. If he don't break out now, he will be cut. And he'll be G league bound the rest of his career. And he'll end up like Stanley Johnson. I don't want that for Hayes. Obviously, I want him to contribute. But I also want him gone. Because I just don't feel like he consistently helps our bench. I feel like we should we should hawk him for somebody that's like that scores like Bogdanovich. Like if we had a guy off the bench that scores like Bogdanovich, the Pistons would be in a lot more games. Now back to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Oh my God. 31 points for Tatum, 30 points for Brown. This is the best scoring duo in the league. This is the best duo in the league. Hands down. This, who is Hauser? This Hauser guy came off the bench for Boston and scored 24 points on us. Who is this man? Sam Hauser. I'm guessing so. This is his first season. 24 out of Virginia. Okay. Okay, so that's who he is. I see you. Derek White, eight points, Brogdon had nine points. He left the game with an injury. We don't know how serious it is, but hopefully Brogdon's all right. Pelicans beat the Bulls 115 to 111. That was a big win. Um, Hasn't the Pelicans swept the Bulls this season? I could have sworn I've seen them play each other before. Could be wrong, but I doubt it. 22 points for Brandon Ingram. Nine rebounds. Zion Williamson at 19 points. Jonas Valley and Shunas at 21 points and 13 rebounds. Herb Jones, 17 points. Najee Marshall, 9 points. Solid performance by the Pelicans. My God. Zach Levine, 23 points. DeMar DeRozan, 33 points. Nikola Vucevic 18 points. 14 points off the bench. Solid performance by the uh, the Pelicans. So let's move on to the Mavericks and the Magic. The Magic put on a stellar performance without Paolo Vanchero. Spencer Dinwiddie, 29 points. Luka Doncic, 24 points, but no help from anyone else not even Hardaway Jr. scored that many points gotta be disappointed in those other players Christian Wood did not play well that, that, that'll that do it Bertrand didn't play Capozzo didn't play Nicoleta didn't play Jaden Hardy didn't play damn Wendell Carter, 13 points, 12 rebounds. Franz Wagner, 22 points. Hey, Franz Wagner is a low-key top 100 player. He's moving up the ranks, in my opinion. He's a good basketball player. rebounds, so, well, Aaron Gordon got all the rebounds, Bones Highland, 16 points, off the bench, DeAndre Jordan, 8 points, damn, that was a hell of a game by Denver, Denver's a good team, man, need to watch out for them, when they're firing on all cylinders, Buddy Hill, 17 points, Tyrese Halliburton, 21 points, 11 rebounds, Miles Turner, 14 points, 11 rebounds, Benedict Matherin. oh my god, Hey, man, it's going to be between him and Paolo at the end of the day on who's the rookie of the year. I mean, obviously, Paolo's going to win, but Benedict Mathurin's a name that you need to recognize, 30 points off the bench. Isaiah Jackson, 17 points, 10 rebounds off the bench. That's crazy that Indiana didn't win this game. Brooklyn Nets win the Battle of New York once again. Kevin Durant hasn't lost to the Knicks since 2013. Jalen Brunson, 14 points. Julius Randle, 24 points and 11 rebounds. RJ Barrett, 16 points. But not much help from anyone else. So we got Kevin Durant with a triple-double, 29 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. Brooklyn Nets look really happy with their new coach, man. Not without that loser Steve Nash around anymore. I know Steve Nash is happy because he's getting paid to sit at home, but he should sit at home forever. Um, Nick Claxton, 12 points. Ed Sumner, 18 points. Seth Curry, I think this is his season debut. 23 points off the bench. Wow. That's the first time I've seen him uh, on the box score. so I'm going to assume that that's his first game back. First game that I've seen him. Utah Jazz beat the Atlanta Hawks 125-119. to 119. Damn, I watched some of this game. And um man, Atlanta was in this game. I thought they were really gonna win this shit. Not gonna hold you. Not gonna lie, I thought they that that, that this was a surefire W. But unfortunately, you know, shit happens. But Utah is just a team with nothing to lose. Uh Jordan Clarkson, 23 points. Laurie Marketing, 32 points. Mike Conley, 7 points with 13 assists. Kelly Polenik, 14 points. Malik Beasley, 18 points. Walker Kessler, 12 points. Walker Kessler and Malik Beasley are from Atlanta. And, you know, I think they were interviewing them. They were talking about how they uh, bought tickets for their entire family and shit. Dope. Of Murray and Trey Young. I mean, Murray had 26 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Trey Young had 22 points, 9 assists. Clint Capella had 15 and 19. It's good to see him finally getting his offensive groove on. DeAndre Hunter, 22 points. John Collins, 15 points. Uh, Justin Holiday, 10 points. Barnes, 13 points, Gary Trent, Jr., Otto Porter, Jr., 14 points, great performance by Toronto, Suns beat the fuck out of the Timberwolves, 129-117, um, to 117. the score, it was actually worse than it looks. Bridges in place of Cam Johnson, 31 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, this is the aggressive uh, Michael Bridges that we've been looking for, Devin Booker, 32 points, 10 assists, I told you he plays point guard well, Campaign in Chris Paul's place, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, looks like Phoenix is going to be alright, DeAndre Ayton, disappointing, 9 points, 6 rebounds, but fuck it. Landry Samet, 16 points, not bad, Jaden McDaniels, 24 points, Minnesota have six niggas in double figures, Anthony Edwards, disappointing 11 points, terrible game, D'Angelo Russell, 20 points, 6 assists, 25 points for Rudy Gobert, and 11 rebounds, solid, Carl Anthony Towns, being inconsistent as usual. 11 points, 8 rebounds. Jalen now 14 points. Memphis Grizzlies edge out the Spurs in overtime 124 to 122. Desmond Bain. Yo, he might win Most Improved Player. It's a lot of people that's up for Most Improved this year. So buckle up. Niggas in double figures. One. I watched this game in its entirety because, you know, that's my late night pleasure of the Lakers losing. And they are 2-9, 2-11 is coming. 2-11 coming. Uh, 21 points for Anthony Davis, 9 rebounds. LeBron James, 30 points. Great performance from LeBron, but he didn't look too good. His groin didn't look too good after the game. Is LeBron going to miss significant time with this groin? We'll find out later. Russell Westbrook, 14 points off the bench. Troy Brown had a good start to the game, but he didn't finish. Well, Clippers had seven niggas in double figures. Zubat, 10 points. Paul George, 29 points. Luke Kennard, 13 points. Norm Powell, 18 points. John Wall, 10 points. Solid performance from the Clippers, even though I feel like the Clippers shouldn't play around with teams. They really should not. Cavs lost to the Kings. That's weird. Super weird that the Cavs, as good as they are, lost to Sacramento, but Sacramento's a good team. I think they're finally getting into their groove. Donovan Mitchell, though, continues to 30 it up every night. 38 points. Karis Lavert 21 points, 10 rebounds, six assists. Evan Mobley 16 points. Jared Allen 20 points, seven rebounds. I know, I know that boy fucked some parlays up last night with the rebounds. But uh, Demontis Sabonis there, I'm uh, seven niggas in double figures. So we got 21 points from Sabonis, 20 points from Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray 14 points. Kevin Herter, 14 points. De'Aaron Fox, 15 points. Malik Monk, 14 points. Trey Lyles, 16 points. Yeah, I mean, if the Kings can get this production every night... I know I've been going a long time. This is King Known Uncensored, Father Time, and I'm gone. But oh yeah,
1: yeah, I'm for real. I'm gone.